let us pray thank you father for another opportunity for us to go through your word thank you lord for such a fellowship and spiritual blessing for us now we pray lord that you grant to us the gift of your holy spirit inspire us lord with words from above that will cause us to look forward to your coming and to look forward to that kingdom that you are preparing for us do this and take the glory in jesus name i've prayed amen maranatha november 23 the millennial judgment know ye not that we shall judge angels how much more things that pertain to this life 1 corinthians 6 verse 3 during the thousand years between the first and the second resurrection the judgment of the wicked takes place the apostle paul points to this judgment as an event that follows the second advent judge nothing before the time until the lord come who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the heart 1 corinthians 4 verse 5 daniel declares that when the ancient of days came judgment was given to the saints of the most high daniel 7 verse 22 at this time the righteous reign as kings and priests unto god john in the revelation says i saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them they shall be priests of god and of christ and shall reign with him a thousand years revelation 20 verse 4 and 6. it is at this time that as foretold by paul the saints shall judge the world 1 corinthians 6 verse 2. in union with christ they judge the wicked comparing their acts with the statute book the bible and deciding every case according to the deeds done in the body then the portion which the wicked must suffer is meted out according to their works and it is recorded against their names in the book of death satan also and evil angels are judged by christ and his people says paul know ye not that we shall judge angels verse 3 and jude declares that the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day jude 6. at the close of the thousand years the second resurrection will take place then the wicked will be raised from the dead and appear before god for the execution of the judgments written thus the revelator after describing the resurrection of the righteous says the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished revelation 20 verse 5 and isaiah declares concerning the wicked they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit and shall be shut up in the prison and after many days shall they be visited isaiah chapter 24 verse 22 amen the millennial judgment that's the title of our devotion and the first thing we want to know is that god 
has a judgment, an evaluation process, and the standard God's measuring stick is what I just want to highlight first, which is his word. In James 2 verse 10, 12, he says, So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. So God measures, and the standard of his judgment or measurement is his law, and it is called the law of liberty. We are also told that in judgment you have to have a case you have to have the witnesses you have to have the jury but for now the first thing we're establishing is god has a measuring standard and i want to read a quote to just show a little bit of this aim in the measuring standard that's what the law seeks to achieve i have a book here it's titled uh, the bible commentary volume 7 page 972 i'll read what it says it says the grand judgment has been and god wants to recruit you and i into this judgment scene remember the title is millennial judgment and it's a judgment that has to do with the 1000 years as described in the bible we'll get to the details of the case and to how um, the case is going to be judged what are the rules of the case and the things that needs to be considered but for now first i just want to mention god has a standard and he wants to recruit us in first corinthians 6 verse 3 it says know you not that we shall judge angels how much more the things that pertain to this life so we are being asked do you not know god sin do you not know ck do you not know ada obi Zedekiah, Moses, do you not know you will judge angels? So you and myself listening, God wants to use us to make judge a case. So before we can be judges, we need to be worthy citizens of the kingdom which we are going to execute judgment or engage in the judgment scene. The book I quoted before reads, that's Bible commentary, volume 7 9 72 says now the lord says measure the temple and the worshipers thereof and that the worshipers and the temple refers to us remember when you are walking the streets about your business god is measuring you when you are attending your household duties when you engaged in conversation god is measuring you Remember that your words and actions are photographed in the books of heaven as the face of as the face is reproduced by the artist on the polished plate. Here is the work going on, measuring the temple and its worshippers to see who will stand in the last day. Those who stand fast shall have an abundant entrance into the kingdom of our lord and our savior jesus christ when we are doing our work remember there is one that is watching the spirit in which we are doing it shall we not bring the savior into our work our everyday lives rather into our secular work our domestic work then in the name of god we want to leave behind everything that is not necessary all gossiping 
all unprofitable visiting and present ourselves as servants of the living God. So, in order to qualify to be those who will be judging the angels and evaluating their acts, we ourselves must prove worthy citizens of the kingdom of God so that the responsibility or the privilege of partaking in this judgment will be rightly appreciated and also will be part of it. It's a high calling and I really pray that God will help us to prove ourselves worthy citizens of this earth and of the kingdom of God to do his holy work in Jesus' name. Amen. The title of the devotion is The Millennial Judgment, which suggests that there is another judgment before this time. But it's clear actually from the scriptures in Revelation 20, that text in Revelation 20 makes it clear. It says there that at the coming of Christ, judgment will be given to the saints. Another Bible passage that says the same thing is Daniel 7 verse 22, which says judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. I'll just read. It says until the ancient of days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Verse 26 says, but the judgment shall sit and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the earth and the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominion shall serve and obey him so it is at the coming of christ that judgment is given to the saints but the question will now arise for what purpose i thought judgment has already taken place before christ comes now that's why we need to understand the purpose of God in creating man, one, and the system with which God uses to judge his things. Why is there this judgment? Why is man going to be given judgment? Because to judge means to review a case and make a verdict, come to a conclusion, pass judgment. How come man is going to be doing this? It shouldn't surprise us because in the book of John, we read the book of John chapter John 5 where Jesus was talking to his people John to the people who were questioning him John 5 22 he says for the father the father judged no man but has committed all judgment unto the son and which this son now is Jesus as a man why is it that it is a man that must judge? We even read it again in the book of 1 Corinthians 6, verse 2. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Verse 3. Know ye not that, the, that we, that the saints, shall judge angels? So you see that the Father is not the one doing the judging. It is the Son and also those that believe in him, which are the people that are called the saints, those that keep his we have already seen the criteria for becoming the saints, we must keep God's commandments. But what I want to talk about is why are the saints judging? If we read the book of Isaiah 14, that's where the case begins. Isaiah 14, the case is stated there in reading from verse 12 How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which these weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, 
I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. This is the statement. This is the statement of the case here. Someone called Lucifer, the highest ranking angel, set himself against God. But God is a perfect gentleman. If you see these principles of God, they are wonderful. How can God judge a case between himself and the devil? That would be taking laws into your own hand. Just look at it. You have a case with someone and then you are the judge of of your own case. It cannot be. You can't be the judge of your own case. A judge cannot judge his own case. So God as a perfect gentleman needed someone else to judge the case between himself and Satan. Man was created for this purpose. And that's why we just read in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2 and 3, Know ye not that the saints shall judge the world? Do you not know that we shall judge? Specifically now, angels, not just the world, but angels. We have to understand, man was created for a purpose to judge angels. Not the only purpose, but one of the purposes for which, or one of the greatest purposes for which man was created is to judge angels angels which angels are these jude reading chapter of course just has only one chapter verse 6 says and the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation are you getting the point these are angels of god who had a high position that is their first position that was given to them estate means high ranking position there were some angels who God gave a high position. Of course, every angel has a high position. But they did not keep it. The next thing says, they left their own habitation. But what did God do? He didn't judge them. He had reserved them in everlasting chains unto darkness, unto the judgment of the great day. They have not yet been judged, but God has reserved them unto the judgment of the great day. When is this going to happen? When are the angels going to be judged? at the 1000 years revelation chapter 20 reading there from verse 4 and 6 says i saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them they shall be priests of god and christ and of christ and shall reign with him a thousand years so it is at this 1000 year reign that the saints judgment is given to them what kind of judgment judging of those angels that kept not their first estate lucifer who made a case against god now i was saying before that jesus god is a very perfect gentleman the case between him and lucifer he didn't judge but committed it to man to judge but since man was created of course not long after that satan deceived the the jury which man is supposed to be who is supposed to review the case between god and lucifer and say who is wrong and who is right angels of god being witnesses that's the angels in heaven satan corrupted the jury but jesus is in the process of removing the corruption from the jury that's why he came as a man because only man can judge jesus remaining as god cannot judge the world or judge angels he came down as a man until now has retained his state as a man and therefore is the one worthy to judge and not just him but all who believe in him all who overcome just as he overcame 
they are all qualified to judge this case. Now, when Jesus has gotten his sins, who will judge the case? We need to understand why God the Father is not judging this case. Let us look at now Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, reading verse chapter 19, reading from verse 15. When a case comes, how does God deal with it? He says, One witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity. Now put Satan in this picture. Assuming Satan was the one who is claimed to be one in iniquity, God says one witness, which is himself. In the case of God, they will have two parties, he and his angels, and the devil and his angels. They are just two people. And he says one witness, which is God and his people, shall not rise up against a man, that's God and his angels, against a man, which is Satan and his angels, for any iniquity or for any sin, in any sin that he sinneth at the mouth of two witnesses or at the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established if a false witness rise up against any man to testify against him that which is wrong then both the men between whom the controversy is shall stand before the lord before the priests and the judges which shall be in those days now what did we read that God is going to, Christ is going to make his people. Let's go back there. Revelation 20 verse 4 and 6. I saw thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And they shall be priests of God and of Christ. And he shall reign with them a thousand years. Now when judgment is done, it's done by who? The priests. As we just saw now. Deuteronomy 19 verse 17. Both men between whom the controversy is shall stand before the Lord, which is Jesus Christ before the priests and the judges which is the saints which shall be in those days and the judges shall make diligent inquisition so what's going to be happening at 1000 years the judges which are the saints along with the along with the lord which is christ shall do what be reviewing every detail of what the angels which left their first estate have done and also reviewing the cases of every man what they have done now it says here in verse 18 and the judges shall make diligent inquisition and behold if the witness be a false witness and has testified falsely against his brother they shall do unto him as he had taught to have done unto his brother so shall thou put the evil away from among you there is evil going on since satan sinned but remember that what we just read here said if any man sin any sin if you like call it a sin you cannot judge his case unless the judges the Lord and the priests come together at the mouth of two or three witnesses. That's the only way a matter shall be established. Now, Satan is the false witness. He is the one that we claim have sinned, but yet we cannot conclude yet. There has to be diligent inquisition. And the saints and Christ are going to do that diligent inquisition. And when they find out that the devil is a liar, he is a false witness, that thing he wanted to do to God, which is to kill him, because in Isaiah 14, we read there that he said he's going to take the throne of God. How else can you take the throne of God except by exterminating him? There's no other way the devil thought to take the throne of God than to exactly than to kill him. That's why Jesus said that he's, he's a murderer from the beginning. He's a murderer from the beginning. He intended to kill God. And that's why we read here in verse 19 that then shall ye do unto him as he had taught to have done unto his brother. 
so shall thou put the evil away this is how evil is going to be dealt with finally and what's so wonderful about it is jesus respects this system in matthew 18 matthew 18 reading verse 15 downward it says moreover if thy brother shall trespass against thee go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone do you know that jesus spoke with lucifer over and over again about this issue what he was doing leaving his first estate leaving his position in heaven but he wouldn't listen he says go and speak with him between thee and him alone he did that if he shall hear thee thou hast gained thy brother but if he will not hear thee then take with thee one or two more that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established and if he shall neglect to hear them tell it unto the church but if he neglect to hear the church let him be unto thee as an hidden man and a publican verily i say unto you whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven again goes on to say i say unto you that if two or two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that shall uh, that you shall ask it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven jesus has already followed this system with lucifer and that's the reason why his case is being left onto the further judgments he has already been spoken with he did not listen other angels tried to reason with him over the issue he did not listen the father himself spoke to him they called the whole church the whole angels to discuss this issue but satan did not listen instead as we read in the book of revelation 12 reading from verse 7 michael fought with his angels and the dragon fought they did not listen they fought they left their first estate that's what we are told and then also we we read there that they did not keep their habitation they revolted against god and even fought against him and that was how god did all he could the matter was now left for somebody else to judge and this is what the millennial judgment is about but of course what is most important yeah it's good to understand this doctrine but what's most important is what has already been said by my brother here to make it to that to be among the saints who will judge among those priests who will judge with christ we have to be law abiding citizens because we are judging according to the statutes according to the we have to make diligent search what are you searching the commandments of god to see who is telling the truth and who is telling lies and that's how you know who has testified falsely against his brother and who is a false witness who is the liar we know that the devil is the father of lies we know that he's a murderer and we cannot participate in his system of going against the government of god which is his law and expect to be among those who will judge man and judge angels we have to be law abiding citizens i really pray god will help us to be law abiding citizens so that we can overcome and be among those who will reign with christ and then judge the matter remember there was a passage too which makes it clear that the judgment is not one that is going on now we, we saw it in the book of okay first corinthians 4 5 there it says judge nothing before the time until the lord come do you see that until the lord come who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the heart so remember that books were opened god is taking a faithful record the lord jesus has a faithful record and he will open everything and then it will be 
it will now be possible for us to judge. Right now, we don't know people's hearts. We don't know even what the devil is planning, all the evil he has done. We don't know yet. But at that time, when the Lord come, second coming of Jesus, the books will be opened and we will see the secret things that we are not seeing now. And then we can be able to properly judge. We cannot judge anybody, any man, not even angels now. Finally, I pray that God will give us the grace to make ourselves qualified to be among those who would reign with Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for revealing to us the future. Father, I pray you help us to know this high calling you have for us and this privilege we understand that satan is roaring trying to corrupt us to follow him to bribe us and to buy us into evil so that we'll have sympathies with him and do unrighteous judgment please i pray whenever he comes around us by your holy spirit you raise up a standard that we may overcome his sentiments lord help us to always evaluate our motives to make sure that our character is in line with your perfect law of liberty give us grace to do righteously right now so that at the end of the day we'll be happy all these things you're planning for us all these privileges you have in stock with for us we will not elude us lord thank you for blessing us thank you for keeping us in this view and in this path we pray in jesus name Amen.